The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our gospel reading for today. This is the second Sunday after Epiphany, and especially these words. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In our modern day, there are sort of two ways that one can deal with a bank. One is to either step into the lobby or go through the drive through and talk to the teller themselves that is there. The other way is to use the automated tools that are available in our day, whether that be an ATM machine or a mobile banking app. Either way, you can make deposits and you can withdraw funds, but they are different experiences. In one, you're dealing with the person themselves right there before you. In the other, you're dealing simply with a programmed machine. Let me ask you what might seem like a rather odd question. When you come here to worship each Sunday, how do you think about your experience here? Is it more like the experience at the ATM, or is it more like the experience of being in the lobby at a bank? Do you think that you sort of just come here to make deposits and withdrawals, but are not really dealing with God himself in that face-to-face sense? Or do you think that when you come here, it's like stepping into the lobby where God himself is present? Do you think you come here to make withdrawals of grace and mercy and deposits of praise and thanksgiving because it's sort of a place authorized by God to do so? Or again, do you believe that you're actually dealing with the Lord of heaven himself? when you step into this place. Does it really matter? Does it matter so long as the transactions occur? Well, we'll return to this later in the sermon. In this season of Epiphany, as I explained to the kids, traditionally the church has focused in during this time on the many stories of the miracles that Jesus did. Each one was read in order that the people of God might be reminded exactly who that babe of Bethlehem really was. Every time we hear about Jesus doing something of his own power that no man of their own power can do, we are ultimately led to remember that he is in fact God. However, our gospel reading for today seems rather underwhelming as far as miracles go. The only real miracle we hear about in our story today is that Jesus saw Nathanael underneath a fig tree before Philip actually brought Nathanael to Jesus. Yes, he knows Nathanael before he has ever met him. He sees him somehow 
before he was ever before his eyes. Now Nathanael himself is quite amazed at this. The fact that this man from Nazareth, Jesus, knew things about him before he had ever met him. Let Nathanael know that Jesus was much more than a typical man. In fact, it led him to confess that Jesus was the Son of God and the King of Israel. But to us, we might not see it as, as, as impressive as some of the miracles that we listed before. I really didn't think when I asked today what someone's favorite miracle is, that anyone would raise their hand and say, oh yeah, when Jesus saw Nathanael under the fig tree. Oh, it seems like a rather small miracle we focus on today. So if you're a bit underwhelmed at the miracle we're focusing on, I think Jesus says that's okay. After all, Jesus himself told Nathanael that he should not get so excited about the fact that he had seen him under the fig tree. Why? Because Nathanael would end up seeing much greater things. And that's when Jesus used a particular phrase to help explain to Nathanael the kind of things that he would see if he followed Jesus. He tells Nathanael that he would see the heavens open and the angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now when we hear a phrase like that, we might sometimes just pass by it, thinking it's one of those things that Jesus says that are so grand that it's hard to imagine that we could grasp it with our comprehension. What did Jesus mean when he told Nathanael that he would see the heavens open and the angels ascend and descend on the Son of Man. After all, we don't have any story later where Nathaniel is present and sees something that we could say, ah, there's the fulfillment of this promise of Christ. No, we simply have this phrase of Jesus, which he assured Nathaniel he would experience. So what is Jesus talking about? Well, there's really only one place in the Bible where we find a story about the heavens being opened and the angels ascending and descending upon something. This is where I probably should offer a prize up to anyone who could quickly identify what that Bible story is without getting out your phone and Googling it. But instead, today, I'll just give you the answer. The one time we see this happening, the angels ascending and descending into heaven in a similar manner to how Jesus described it, would be in a dream that Jacob saw in the Old Testament. If you remember, Jacob is that man who is later renamed Israel and has the 12 sons which become the 12 tribes of Israel. And if you remember further, you remember that Jacob's story begins because he steals both the birthright and the blessing that should have been his brother Esau's. Yes, their father Isaac was tricked into pronouncing the blessing that should have rested upon Esau upon Jacob instead. But since the word of the Lord is certain, when that word was spoken, it stuck. 
so to speak. And Jacob would be blessed. And so after that had happened, Isaac told Jacob that he should go home to their people and find for himself there a believing wife to marry. And as he goes off on this journey, he gets tired. And since he forgot to bring along his pillow, he lays down his head upon a stone rock. And that's when he begins to dream. What he saw has ever since been referred to as Jacob's ladder. He saw a ladder that extended all the way from earth up to heaven where God dwelt. And yes, there were angels ascending and descending upon that ladder. When Jacob wakes up, he is amazed at what he has seen. He realizes that God himself has been present there with him. He realizes this is so true that he decides to rename the place where he had been sleeping. He calls it Bethel, or in Hebrew, Beth-el, which means the house of God. He says, how awesome is this place? There is, this is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate to heaven. What exactly is Jesus trying to get across to Nathanael by using this phrase about angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man? Well, he's trying to tell him that his supernatural ability to be able to see him underneath the tree is nothing in comparison with his supernatural ability to be able to open up heaven to all who believe. Yes, he is the ladder that Jacob saw many years ago. He is the gate to be able to enter into heaven. Wherever Jesus was, well, there heaven opened up and the angels descended and ascended upon him, for he was the Son of Man. You see, where Jesus is, there is God. There is the heaven opened. There is access to the Father granted. And just like God had located himself in a particular place that night as Jacob rested, in order that Jacob might understand that he was dealing with God himself, Jesus continues in our day to make himself present in particular places in order that we might know that we are dealing with God himself as well. Christ promised that he would be present in the waters of baptism through his spirit. He's promised to be present where his word is read and proclaimed, for after all, he is the word of God. He has promised to be present in his body and blood when the supper is served from this altar. And know this, where Jesus is, the angels of heaven are there ascending and descending. Yes, heaven is opened up. For Jesus is the ladder which gives access to the heavenly Father for us as well. And that means that when you come into this place week after week, you're not just conducting some sort of transactions with God from afar. Rather, you are stepping into the lobby, so to speak, to deal with God himself, for he is present, as our opening hymn reminded us. 
This place, when Jesus is present in his word and in his sacraments, becomes the house of God, not as some sort of cute nickname, but rather in reality, because God comes and dwells here. That is what Jesus wanted Nathanael to know, that where Jesus was, there God was. And what he wants us to know is the exact same thing. He wants us to know that when we hear the word and receive the sacraments, God himself is present among us. For if we don't understand this, otherwise we might just come into this place and put in our hour out of some sense of duty. Or we might simply think of this as some place where we come in to conduct transactions that have something to do with our relationship with the Father, but are not as real as dealing with God himself. But if we can, like Nathaniel, come to understand that this is the very house of God because God is present, well then all of us together can join in repenting for all of those times when we've come into this place and not acted according to that sacred belief. You see, Jesus is Jacob's ladder. Or to be more specific, the wooden cross on which he hung to die for you and for me, that is the ladder that has opened up heaven. That is Jacob's ladder. But it's not something that you have to climb up to get to God. It's rather something that God climbed down to get to you. He descended and died in order that you might have access to him. This place, where the word and the sacraments are, is God's house. The angels, though you can't see them, are here today, ascending and descending from heaven. Today you have seen greater things than Nathaniel did when Jesus saw him underneath the fig tree. And what you have seen with the eyes of faith, that saves you. For you have seen Jesus, and with him you have seen the Father as well, and all is well. Amen.